Greetings and welcome to the broadcast. This is another episode of Keys to Your Best Life. And I have with me a sweet sister in Christ, Destiny Yarbrough. She is an amazing woman of God. Uh, she has been a publisher, a TV host. She actually has a network called Destiny X TV, which I love that because just the word destiny gets me excited. So I love your name, Destiny. She is a speaker, author, uh, amazing woman of God, and I'm honored to have her here with me today. She is the Connect Leader for Christian Women in Media in the Atlanta area. So if you are a woman in media, uh, whether it's music or publishing, or um, television, acting, anything, you definitely want to go to one of their meetings, you will be encouraged. So Destiny, welcome to the broadcast. Well, thank you for having me, Maggie. It's such an honor to be with you today. Well, I've been looking forward to this because we are cut from the same cloth. Yeah. <laughs> Sisters in Christ, we have so much um, familiarity in our backgrounds and so forth, and we both are passionately in love with Jesus. Yeah. So I wanted to talk to you this morning about, um, you know, your your testimony, because I heard part of it on someone else's broadcast. And I was like, oh, I so get that. So mm -hmm. I know your ministry was birthed from your testimony. So can you share a little bit about that this morning? Yes, I would love to. Uh, you know, I our ministry really is helping others deal with the pains of addiction and the, the things that bind us. So we're very passionate about deliverance. I want to start there just to kind of set the, the foundation. Uh, I was married to an addict. It wasn't that way in the beginning. Uh, he battled with addiction. It started with alcohol and then it went into cocaine and we had a son and just, you know, when you open the doors to any type of, I call it that demonic realm because it's pharmacia. It yes. opens the doors to so many other things. And then the next thing you know, you're in this cycle of really, we call it the bottle family of addiction. And I really wanted it to work. We were together for 20 years. I, um, It's all rooted. I found out later God had shown me those secret things that it had been rooted and stemmed from his childhood. And he was medicating to cover some pain for some things that had happened. So I was grateful that my relationship with God grew through that pain, but he also birthed our ministry through that pain. And I, you know, don't believe in divorce. It's my son's, you know, father, you know, we, we never said anything bad about him because he's a part of my son. So I just, we prayed and prayed all those years for him. Mm -hmm. But then later God gave me the revelation that, I walked you through, I helped you through because everything's a choice and he chose that road. And so God protected my son and I through that pain. So when you hear people say separation is not rejection, it's not rejection. Sometimes it's God's provision for your future and it's him like really safeguarding you through things that could have been worse. Like my son could have grown up in that same vein but I believe my son is the one breaking off that generational curse and that bloodline. So there's more to that whole story, but you know, everything's in my book, visions, dreams, and destiny. And it is my personal testimony. So, you know, he ended up passing away uh, two years ago and um, we had not seen him in about 10 years and God had shown me he never was going to get well. And so I made that right decision for my son and I to, you know, move in the path that God was directing us to go. So I want to encourage anyone out there that's dealing with a loved one that's battling with addiction, that there is hope after addiction. Yeah. 
but you can't save that loved one. They have to want it for themselves. Amen. That is, uh, I am very familiar with the whole addiction realm because I, many years ago, I struggled with it myself and I was married to an addict alcoholic and uh, the devastation that, and the toll that it takes on you emotionally. And some, and so what happens is, is people mm -hmm. fall into that codependent role of trying yeah. to fix it, trying to fix it. And I went through all of that. I didn't know Jesus, you know, I knew about him, but I didn't know him. So mm -hmm. I would go to like an Al-Anon meeting. And I think that these ladies were crazy because I wanted to take them out. I mean, I was like, my pastor told me, he said, you know, at the time he said, uh, well, you know, God hates divorce. I said, he hates murder too. And if I stay in this relationship, it's, it's bad. It's really bad. Mm -hmm. and yeah. so I love the fact that God graced you through that. Cause see, I didn't have that grace because mm -hmm. I was still very much caught up in my flesh and it took me many years and getting out of the situation because it was so unhealthy, but I love the fact that you did not bash him to your son. You know, tools are very necessary when you're dealing with addiction. And I'm so thankful for my Free Chapel family who, you know, when I was at Free Chapel, got, that was my training ground. God had, he had strategically placed us in that church at that time wow. for such a time as that. And, you know, I'm so thankful because we really have to have those tools. We call it detaching. When you're on the other end of addiction, you have to detach from the addict because sometimes, like you said, we are codependent and then we become enablers and we're really killing them instead of helping them. Absolutely. So I'm so thankful for the tools that you can gain through Christ centered programs, you know. Amen. Amen. We have several here uh, in Middle Tennessee that I support heavily because I believe that uh, until we know who we are and we take off the mask and start dealing with the root issue, you mentioned your husband's trauma from his childhood. You know, it's to me, it's not like, why do people use? It's like, where's the pain? What's yeah. the pain? What's the root? You know, yeah. what are they going through? So you went on and you were doing a lot of publishing and things like that. You had the salt and light, right? Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, yeah. we have a magazine titled Salt and Light Christian Lifestyle. And um you know, God really, he said to me, God has, people ask me, where did you get all your media training? Holy Spirit, all of it. <laughs> I mean, literally. And and I want to just share when you're obedient to the call, when he says something to you and you know that it's from him, but you trust, even though you don't know where anything's going to be coming from, the means, the people, the help, he will totally do that when, when you're obedient, because with obedience, you know, there's sacrifice with obedience, but he will also bring the favor alongside. So he said, I want you to do a magazine with nuggets to help people, the word of God, you know, to share different nuggets that might help someone, different stories. Um, you know, so I said, Lord, I don't even know how to do a magazine. I've never done a magazine. Well, now we're in like, this started in 2014 when we started our first inaugural, um, magazine we had christy sutherland you may know christy she's an artist out of tennessee um she was married to barbara mandrell's son she's a wonderful singer she did a movie with jason crab that they produced together so she was on the cover of our inaugural and it was just a beautiful beautiful magazine because it was anointed because god you know it was his magazine it was his publication and the word says we are to spread the good news and the good news is the gospel Yes. So then he said, I went on these television programs as a guest and he said, it's time to start your own show. And I said, Lord, I don't have the means to start my own show. Well, let me tell you, 
he brought five sponsors alongside. My church sponsored us. My son's school sponsored us. Real estate wow. people. I mean, like we had big sponsors. And so the first two seasons were sponsored because it was his vision and he'll bring the provision. And so we just followed the call. And um, here we are, you know, all these years later. And God's just opened so many doors for us in media. And I never dreamed or thought we'd ever have a media ministry. That was like way far because I was just kind of shy. I didn't really like speak, speaking in front of people. And uh, but when but, you know, when he calls you to do something, he will anoint you to do that and he'll speak through you to you and for you. Wow, that is so true. And, you know, I have a similar situation where with me. I never dreamed I would be on TV or doing, you know, Internet broadcasts and things like that. It was the farthest thing from my mind. But I did have a little bit of a passion about it because when I was a baby Christian, I had, you know, I grew up Catholic. And then I people say, what are you? And I'm like, I'm a Catholic to Baptist, you know, because I went from <laughs> I grew up Catholic and then I was in the Baptist church raising. Same here. Same here. I grew up Catholic. Oh, okay, then you know, girl, you know the song and dance. And then uh, whenever I had an encounter at a Joyce Meyer conference, mm. it changed everything. And I had her ministry helped me so much when I was young in the Lord mm. because it was the first time mm -hmm. I ever heard someone talk about the things that I had been through. And I knew that there was hope for me. And so that changed my life. So I'm very passionate about media. I believe that God uses everything. The gospel doesn't change, but the That's avenue right. of getting it to people has, and it is a great tool and resource. So I'm so excited about what God's doing through Destiny X because it's so good. And I know recently, uh, you know, you're all over the place, but then I was in a chat the other day and I'm like, yay, Destiny's with us at Soul Win. I'm like, yes, yes. yes. So this Soul Win family. So listen, you guys, you can find Destiny all over the place. Oh, yeah do really to be honest is to to google her however uh she has a great website and i hope that you'll go to it take note of it and and follow her and look at some of the resources available on her website because she does have some resources out there so destiny this is um you know we met through christian women in media yeah and i am so shocked to hear you say that you were kind of shy and so forth because you're a powerful woman of god thank and, you i received that thank you <laughs> yes we don't see what other people see sometimes in ourselves <laughs> isn't that the truth yeah. The truth? Well, I think the Lord allows us to, to be like that so that we lean on him and our reliance on him. But you've been involved for quite some time with, with Swimma. So yeah. can you talk a little bit about your role as the regional director over in Atlanta area? So if anyone watching is in that geographic area, could come out and come to one of the luncheons? Yes, actually, I just celebrated five years as an Atlanta Connect leader. It has gone by so fast. And it's such an honor. I don't take it lightly to be a leader for the Atlanta chapter. Uh, we have great leadership. Of course, our founder, Sue Ellen Roberts, and you know our tribe. I call yes. it our tribe. Um, the thing I love about SWIMA that I do want to share with the people tuning in today is that there's no competition. It's all really completing each other, helping each other, lifting each other's arms, um, you know, like on our broadcast, you know, we, we, we help each other because we want to see each other grow and do the things that God intended us to do with the spirit of excellence. So I love that SWIMA has that type of uh, culture, if you will, that we're all about helping one another, lifting each other's arms. Um, prayer is so key to Sue Ellen. 
really keeping God at the center of everything that we do. So if anyone wants to be a part or we have chapters all over, they can go to CWIMA.org. Uh, we have the Tennessee chapter, New York, Atlanta. We, we're all over. We're even global. So they can connect there. And I really encourage them to connect, especially if they're aspiring to be an author or start a television show or a podcast. We're here to help. And that's what SWIMA is all about. Yes, I love that. I've been involved with for several years and heavily involved for probably, I don't know, the last five or six. But it has helped me tremendously, Destiny, because I would not be where I'm at right now if it wasn't for the support, the prayers and encouragement from other women, because I didn't have a clue. You know, I knew I was called and there were things that I needed to do. And of course, the Lord was doing a deep work in me at the same time. But it is such a resource, ladies. And that that sisterhood, that iron sharpening iron, yeah. that just just the prayer agreement. And there's so many opportunities to connect with this group. So uh, I encourage you definitely go mm -hmm. to swimlight.org, check it out, come to one of the meetings, come to one of the online meetings. Every other month we have an online meeting. If you're sitting there going, OK, well, I'm 45 minutes from Atlanta or I'm, you know, two hours from Nashville or whatever. You know, you can connect online as well. Yeah. And uh, then the other months you can connect in person if you choose to. But it is a great resource source and membership is very reasonable. It is. And benefits with it. So I just you yeah. know, leave it at that. So Destiny, you've got some things coming down the pike um, with Lisa Burkhart. Yeah. And Israel. I'm like, oh, how fun is that? Well, let me tell you, this is a divine appointment because God connected me with Lisa Burkhart Worley through CWIMA. Yes. She was on the board and she has done just great things with SWIMA for many years. And we are going to be traveling to Israel together in March to shoot a documentary on really what's going on over in the Holy Land that people don't see or don't know or can't hear about because of the censorship. Mm -hmm. So that's going to be coming out, really standing in the gap, you know, and just different. Uh, we're going to have different uh, pockets, if you will, on this documentary. And we're so excited about it, but it was definitely a divine appointment. We're not going over there just to be over there walking on the soil. We're really going over there to occupy. And God tells us to occupy wherever he calls us to go to on those assignments. So thank you for mentioning that. And we'll, of course, have more information on that when it comes out. We're hoping to launch it and have the editing and everything done by probably the first of the summer. Wow. Okay. Yeah. That's really fast. That's some yeah. serious work. Yeah. So I, I know you'll hit the ground running when you get there and that God yeah. is just going to lead and guide you both. And oh, wow. I will be praying for you. I'm sure others will be as well because yeah. you're covering a, a very serious topic. Yeah. And I'm glad that you mentioned um, that because the reality is, is there, we can't trust our secular media out there. We just can't. Okay. Yeah. It, there's just, they only allow people to see what they want them to see. And we are living in a day and age where we almost, we do have to occupy. We have to know yeah. who we are in Christ. We have to be on alert, you know, because we have, there's assignments for all yeah. of us. And you're doing such a great job walking in your assignment, helping others and so forth. It's, it's just a beautiful thing to see, Destiny. So I want to go back a little bit since we got some time here. Yeah. Um, encourage some people. It's just really heavy on my heart. I'm just kind of being led by the Lord. I started yeah. to go back to it and I was like, okay, I'm just going back. <laughs> yeah. 
for people out there, you mentioned for people out there that are struggling uh, with family uh, of addictions. Mm-hmm. Uh, and listen, y'all, we're not talking about just drugs. We're talking about alcohol. We're talking about porn. We're talking about uh, shopping, food addiction. I mean, the list goes on and on. And some of those times people are like, well, that's not addiction because it's acceptable. You know, like you got to eat food. But there are people that are struggling with with all types of um emotional health issues that are affecting them. So you had mentioned the word deliverance mm-hmm. and a lot of people don't really understand true deliverance. They think that, oh my gosh, you know, it's just strictly casting out demons and things like that. And there can be that, that are, there is that type of deliverance. Yeah. But I know also that you have gone through and you train others, I believe, in the yeah. area of inner healing, which yeah. is a little bit in the body of Christ. Some people get freaked out about it. Yeah. But me being, you know, with my counseling background and with me having gone through it as well and understanding the importance of cleaning out everything of your life, uh, you know, spirit, soul and body, our mm-hmm. soul so bound up yes. of this world and the experiential things that have happened to us from traumas from childhood and, and generational iniquities and sin that has passed mm-hmm. on the bloodline and all that. Can you talk a little bit about that destiny? Absolutely. I would love to, because that's what I'm passionate about. I'm passionate about seeing the captives get free. And, you know, the word says who the sun sets free is free indeed. Yes. Yes. And, you know, first, thank you for thank you for touching on this. I know that's the Holy Spirit because, you know, first comes the deliverance. And then I'm going to talk about that a little bit. Then comes the healing. Then comes the hope because there is hope after addiction. Amen. But we have to get to the root cause. And some people don't even know there is a root cause. They're just walking around blind their whole life, we say, take the scales off of the eyes. They're walking around blind, just thinking, you know, they feel good because they have a you know, couple of drinks or, you know, take whatever dope or marijuana or whatever it is they're, they're taking to kind of ease that, that pain, if you will. So deliverance really comes in so many different forms. You know, the word says, and I say this all the time because we have to, what we speak what we declare, what we put into the atmosphere is so key. Amen. So what's bound on earth is bound in heaven. What's loosed on earth is loosed in heaven. And God wants everyone free. You know, John 10, 10, everybody knows that's my favorite scripture. It has been for since Lord knows, since I got born again back in 2001, the, the thief comes to still kill and destroy. And that's his, that's his purpose. That's, what he does, but God comes to give the abundant life, but see the abundant life is not material things. The abundant life is freedom. It's, um, you know, uh, sanctification. It's all those things. And people that, you know, I don't want to talk religion or religiosity because people don't even know what sanctification means when you're speaking into the secular world, but, it just means coming to that place of consecration where you really just, God is like at the center. God is the only thing that's going to pull you through that. And deliverance can be, you know, you can get delivered from food addiction. You can get delivered from bulimia. You can get delivered from alcohol, drugs, pornography, shopping. That's an addiction. People have shopping addictions. They feel like if they buy something for themselves, it's going to make them feel better. But until we really have Jesus, and I'm going to say it, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Until (laughs) we have Jesus and the blood of Jesus that cleanses us from all iniquities that you mentioned earlier, Maggie. 
Mm-hmm. Nothing else will satisfy. Mm-hmm. And that's the abundant life. And the word says that it's to be satisfied, to be rich, not rich with materialism and the big house and the car and whatever else that, that people think is going to make them feel better about themselves. It's to satisfy and be rich in him. And I'm telling you from experience, because I've been there. I'm speaking from experience. Wow, that's powerful. That is so powerful. And I'm so glad that you mentioned that. And I love that scripture as well. Because, you know, if we stop with the first part of John 10, 10, it acknowledges and shows us who the enemy really is. Yes. You know? And so it kind of is like, oh, but it kind of so good. He doesn't leave us hanging with that. He says, you know, the thief does this, but I come to, to give you an abundant life. Yes. And so many times um, we forget that that abundance is our joy our wisdom, yeah. Yeah. All, all of these things. And I'm glad you mentioned the whole riches thing. And, you know, I know God doesn't, it's, God doesn't have a problem with us having stuff. He just right. doesn't want stuff to have us. Well, and he so, doesn't want it to be an idol. That's the thing. Yes. Because yes. it becomes an idol. Yes, absolutely. And that happens so easily because so many times people take their eyes off of God. You know, it's like God will bless somebody and they'll end up with a boat. And then instead of going to church on Sunday, they want to go out on the lake, you know. And so we have to we have to realize that God wants to heal us and restore us so that we can turn around and reach a lost and dying world. There are so many people out there that do not understand that they do not have to stay where they're at. I mean, it's okay if you're watching this broadcast. I just want to say this. If you're watching this broadcast today and you were hurting and you were beat down and you don't know where to turn, she said the answer to all of that is Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. And we have to understand that when we truly surrender, yeah. that there is freedom available. And I have, I've been so passionate about freedom over the years because when I got free, it wasn't just a little bit of, I just kept on. And, and, and we are, I really feel like there's layers of things. I know mm-hmm. at least with me, you know, you cut an onion open, you've got all these intricate layers. Some are real thick and some are real thin. And I had a lot of really thick things that I had to work through. And that's where good, godly biblical counsel and in, inner healing retreats, things like that, that comes mm-hmm. into play. But if you do not allow the Lord to go to those places, you can't be free. So if you're watching this and you're not okay, it's okay that you're not okay. We've all been there. Okay. Mm -hmm. But it's not okay to stay there. Jesus came to give you life, life, life. And if you are stuck in your life, please reach out to someone and get some help because help is available. And what he's done for destiny, what he's done for me, what he's done for the masses of people that give testimony of walking out a freedom lifestyle, he'll do for you. It's available. Mm -hmm. And see, I never realized that destiny when I was young. You know, I, I remember sitting in the front row of the Baptist church and I was like, not, I'm not knocking Baptist. If you're Baptist, I love you. I love you. I love you. Baptist, you got word in you, man. You were powerful. But I, for me, I was sitting there and I, I always tell people I had so much. Um, I, I tried to find comfort in having spiritual things around me. It made me feel spiritual. So like mm-hmm. I had a picture of Jesus hanging in the house and I had the Lord's prayer hanging in the house and I had a Bible sitting on the coffee table that I didn't understand, mm-hmm. you know, with, with thick dust on it. And the reality is, is that I would not have known God if he showed up, you know, right there in my living room because I did not allow him in. I had this big wall and I had this misconception that he wanted to hurt me instead of help me. And so if that's you and, and you know, if someone that professed to be a Christian misrepresented God, 
please do not hold God mm-hmm. responsible for something someone did in their fleshly carnal state. So I don't know who that's for. Yeah. Somebody, you know, let it go. I'm so glad you said that because, you know, encounter, that's the word encounter. We want everyone, including ourselves every day. I'm like, Lord, I want to have an encounter with you. I want to have an encounter with you, you know, 24 seven. And when people really have that encounter, nothing else will satisfy. And, you know, like you said earlier, it's, it's really a choice. And it's also, I think you said encounter. I believe you said that earlier when we were in the green room before we jumped on, you mentioned the word encounter. And I have been hearing that word encounter, encounter. And the word for 23 that God gave me was intentional. We have to be intentional in everything we do. We have to be intentional in our prayer life. Yes. Worship life. You know, God is raising up Deborah's and David's in this hour. Yes, he is. And he, we got to get back to that really that true place of how God intended us to worship. Worship is not just singing songs in church. Worship is in so many different areas. So I wanted to share that because prophetically that's, I believe God is um, really doing a shaking right now, especially in leadership, a heart check, a pulse check, forgiveness, where's your heart. And um, so anyway, yeah, I just wanted to share that because encounter is key. It is key. You know, years ago when I first started doing a lot of workshops and things, uh, that's what we called them. We called them encounter retreats and then later freedom retreats. So, yeah, I love that. I love that word. And we shall encounter encounter his love every day. So, Destiny, oh, my gosh, me and you could go on for hours. I absolutely love hanging out with you. I love it. If you could leave the audience with a key, uh, what would that key be? And you've already given us a whole keychain. Yeah, What is that key? You know, I always tell the young people, the next generation, it's knowing who you are, really knowing your identity. You know, the enemy doesn't want your ministry. He doesn't want your, you know, media. He doesn't want, he wants your identity. Mm-hmm. And so really knowing who you are, because when you really know who you are, because of whose you are, it will make your life so much more satisfying because then you can really walk with that assurance. And it's not in an arrogant way. It's the assurance of him. It's the confidence of the Holy spirit. And, um, you know, when you have the Holy spirit in you, you know, the anointing, if you will, that's what destroys the yoke. You can step foot in an atmosphere and it'll shift in this blink of an eye. And we're really here to raise up disciples, disciples, making disciples, but just your identity. That's what I want to leave you with. That's the key nugget that the Holy Spirit gave me was knowing who you are in Christ. That's important. It is that in Christ. And we've got a whole generation out there that is confused about who they are and where they come from and why they're here and so forth. And it really comes from that uh, when we're talking about like different inner healing modalities or um, different things available. I know Neil T, Dr. Neil T. Anderson, yeah. you know, he was at in Christ, in Christ. And that's where we need to get for all of us. And so when you surrender whatever you're going through to a perfect God, because we're living in an imperfect world and we're imperfect people, but when we put him in the center, everything shifts and changes. So yeah. Destiny, I want to thank you for being here. Oh, thank you. And thank you for all you're doing. And I'm very proud of you. And I know the Lord is so proud of you because look at how far you've come and look at where you were 
but you're not who you were. Look at who you are today. Amen. And that goes for all of you all. Listen, you don't have to stay where you're at. And if you are progressing uh, to the Lord, praise the Lord. So we want to thank you for taking the time to be here with us today. God bless you. And we will see you here next time. Bye-bye.